are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You're listening to the Locked On Wildcats podcast with John Schuster. I am merely Mike Luke. All right. We're going to make fun of somebody that deserves to be made fun of. And John Schuster has been on to this guy from day one. I got to give him a lot of credit. Uh, as always, the show's brought to you by Sonos. All right. Brandon Staley <laughs> is an idiot. Oh, thank you. Um, get, I'm, and I'm going to give John Schuster the uh, floor here in just a moment. Oh, man. Schuster, uh, I don't want to say you're a Charger fan, but you've taken an interest in the, You've gone to a couple Charger uh, games. You have some friends that are Chargers, uh, you know, yeah. fans. You know, you, so, a friend of mine has season tickets to the Chargers, mm-hmm. okay? In all fairness, it was largely an investment and an investment that's paid off right. because of the new stadium. Right. Okay? But, you know, as a result, sometimes you get some tickets. There are some other game, teams in town mm-hmm. that people want to see. The Chargers are very much like the Cardinals were 15 years ago. The Packers fans would go to Cardinals games and right. Steelers fans would go to Cardinals games. Right now, Steelers fans go to Chargers games and Raiders fans go to Chargers games and Denver fans go to Chargers games, all more than Chargers right. fans go to Chargers games. Okay, so that's, that's what's going on with the Chargers in L.A. right now. So I went to a couple games this year and effing, oh my God. God. Hold on. Let me just let me just set the oh. let me just set the stage. Schuster has delivered the appetizer to the kitchen. I am going to take it to the front desk, and then you'll take it oh, from there. I get to I get to right. serve it. Oh, so boy. I'm watch. So Schuster's telling me that this guy is just a total idiot. And you know, I generally when Schuster takes a real stand on something, that's really the funny part yes. about this is how viscerally invested yeah. I am. But in it, this but dumbass. but it's damn true. This guy <laughs> is the biggest bonehead you've ever seen. So I was telling some friends before the game. I said I'm actually looking forward to watching a full Chargers game from start to finish because believe it or not, even though I'm a loser, I still have better things to do than watch Chargers <laughs> games each week. First of all, you look at and again, I know this better than anybody. Looks can be deceiving. You know, that's a little bit of a backhanded remark of myself. Brandon Staley is the epitome of the analytics nerd. If you drew him up, this is what this man would look like. But this man literally had a team that was trying to run out the clock so that he could get into the playoffs, Mm -hmm. along with them, but same end result. And he said, you know what? Nah, I'm good. Good, I'm going to call a timeout right here. Oh. Watch this. Analytics, baby. All right, John Schuster. You oh. have a, and by the way, the people that I told uh, that I uh-huh. vouched for, right. your Brandon Staley take, said that, uh, yeah, John Schuster is damn right. <laughs> These people don't even know John Schuster. Nor do they know the Chargers. Right, but go ahead. Sorry. This guy's amazing. All right, so this guy's talk at, about oh, the genesis oh, okay. of the... Okay, okay. So, so, so I went to a couple games, and Staley's one of those guys who, you know, loves going for it on fourth down. And I, I, I cool. I, I, it's cool. He's cool. He's a cool thing to do. And, and, and I'm not really, I'm not necessarily against it either, but I'm a believer in recognizing what's in front of you and understanding the situation. So I watched the, the Chiefs game was one of the games that I was at live. And in case you're unfamiliar, he went for it on fourth down inside the five-yard line and didn't, and, and made it once, and on the next play, in typical Chargers fashion, they fumbled the football. Mm-hmm, right. Okay, so he was one for four on fourth down, nice. including... Running a play from the five at the end of the half <laughs> when you had failed two times before on fourth down. So on three occasions in a game that the Chargers should have won by 17 and lost in OT. Right. <laughs> he didn't get it the first time. 
So he decides, you know what? Well, you know, I'm just doubling down now. Screw that. I'm quadrupling the down. The analytics will the reign supreme. Half. The analytics are going to reign supreme. And then, you know, when he went for it in the second half and they actually got it, he's like, oh, yeah, I told you. <laughs> and you got you to gotta stick with your game plan. And all. This is, that this bulge is all, in his pocket wasn't his wallet. This, no, it was not. This is all blackjack at the table nonsense, okay? <laughs> and this is what the, this is what the, because you're supposed to play, exa- discipline, you're supposed to do the exact same thing at every given time and eventually the odds are going to move in your favor. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem with this logic, okay? And and I call it, in essence, I'm going to use a baseball analogy here. I call it the Kevin Cash syndrome, mm-hmm. okay? Kevin Cash, the manager of the Tampa Bay Rays, is a believer in you don't throw a pitcher three times through the lineup, mm-hmm. okay? So, so and, you could have Randy Johnson in his prime, and guess what? He had what? Blake Snell. Right. Let's, let, let's use Who Blake Snell. Who doesn't smell. 20-game winner doesn't smell Blake Snell <laughs> is on your roster. Mm-hmm. Okay? In Game 6 of the World Series, Snell has given up two hits, including just giving up a single. Mm-hmm. Okay? You know, it just must have been up a hard single. single. Yeah. Uh, uh, sure. Absolutely. And you, and you can tell. Cash pulls him. Okay? And... What happens is the re- reliever comes in, Dodgers score two runs, win the World Series. Mm-hmm. Okay, in as now I can't guarantee that Snell wouldn't have given up hits anyway. But there's not a the lot to indicate he was. Though, that's right. Outside of the going through the lineup. But, but 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 this is where the analytics breaks down. Over the course of 162 games, and a bunch of scenarios that occur, Cash is right. You don't throw your pitcher against the lineup a third time. But in one-off situations, sometimes you have to have an understanding of where you are in the game. And, and Cash is a guy who had a, who had a Cy Young caliber pitcher on the mound. You get those guys for what? Mm-hmm. Big game situations. Not for six innings. Not for six innings and not because you don't want him to face the lineup three times when he's dominated them the first two. So this is what Staley does. Staley doesn't look at the game in front of him. Staley just looks at some pie chart that tells him, well, you absolutely have to do this every damn time because this is how it, this is how it is. And if it turns into a Venn diagram. And it turns somehow. into a Venn diagram, he'll luck his way into it. His, so, so I saw him, and, and this kind of mentality, the, the irritating MIT mentality of analytics, where where I get that you're trying to play a certain statistical advantage. Mm-hmm. But the problem is you're also dealing with humans. And you look at, you have to understand the team you have, the team across from you, and the way the game has been played. So in the moment is what you have to decide. In, in a bubble, which is how Staley approaches this, and analytics guys approach this. In a bubble, okay, you, sure, go forward on fourth down. Okay, now I can't even begin to justify the one at the end of the first half against the Chiefs, mm-hmm. nor can I justify going for it at fourth and two from your own 15 yard line when you're already down a score against the Raiders, mm-hmm. and you can't even read your own analytics, right. which are you get you get the first down 45 percent of the time, but. On 20-plus percent of the time, you turn it over, and 35% of the time, you punt. You know what I would also be very— Which means 55% of the time, you're giving the ball up anyway. You know what I'd also be very curious about, too, where this doesn't— He drives me bleeping nuts. When when you have one play to goal from the five-yard line, Mm -hmm. which is a lot different than the two, where the running game is still very much in Mm -hmm. play right there, generally— 
I would be very curious what that percentage is for Mr. Staley. Oh, well, I'm, I mean, I, I'm sure he can justify. The other thing he justified last night. And, and the presser and was were, amazing, and, too. and you were right, or the other night. Right. You were, you, you were right. The, he, he, at the end of the game, because the scenario that you talked about, the Raiders and Chargers were in overtime, and the Raiders were playing it very conservatively. Uh, because they understood that if you tie this game, and they were at that fringe, what's that called? Like the pink zone? Yeah, You yeah, know, yeah. that weird fringe right. where... It's like the yellow it's a, light. It's a long, yeah. Right. It's a long field goal that you could take a shot with, or maybe you're just not in field goal range, and it's a, it's a chance you don't want to take. So the Raiders were running the football, and they weren't using timeouts. Mm-hmm. They were... They were, they were content to... They, they were content if if things worked against them. Let's say the Chargers get a stop, and it's, and they're, and mm-hmm. it's a 60 yard field goal, the Raiders probably run out the clock. Right. And they're probably okay with that. Mm-hmm. And the Chargers should have been okay with that too. Right. Instead, Staley calls timeout and his reasoning is fantastic. His reasoning in the postgame was, well, we wanted to get our right running, we knew we were going, they were going to run the football, we wanted to get our right personnel in the game. Why wasn't the right personnel already in the effing game? Being that they you are a coach. Yes. You're, that's a coaching screw. So, so either way you want to break this down, either from an analytic standpoint or a terrible coaching standpoint, you're a terrible coach Mm -hmm. in the moment and from an analytic standpoint. And, And you, not your team, you cost yourself, you, you cost your team the game. They are player up and down the roster. And I have no vested, it, he's so irritating I have no vested interest in the guy. Take, I have no vested interest in the what, Chargers let's, let's yet. Take, let's take a quick break. I like the I want to. I want to go. I want to uh, go a step further with this. And you know, when you think of the, the uh, Locked On oh. Arizona Wildcats <laughs> podcast, podcast, you think, you think of about breaking Brian down. And, and you think Brandon about Staley. Brandon, Brandon Staley. You think about breaking <laughs> down Alabama, Georgia. But you know what? It's our podcast. We do what we want. But what do we also do? What we want? BetOnline.ag. If there was a way that you could bet on Brandon Staley sucking. <laughs> This would be the only place that you would be able to get it because Brandon Staley sucks. All right, we'll be right back with you. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Wildcats podcast. Analytic nerd. And again, I come and I don't use the term nerd in a negative light. I am a nerd. And I feel comfortable in saying this. You are a nerd. Not the people out there. Um, <laughs> But the co-host here, who's the, ranting both about of, both of some us, random both Chargers of us, coach. All right, I don't know that we're nerds, but both of us are very different people. Yeah. I, I think uh, that's, yeah, fair. That's, I think fair. that's fair to say. And by the way, thanks for bearing with my rant here on thanks some random uh, NFL. You yes. might need to bear down a little bit harder. <laughs> Helping me back the A on this yes. jackass. Okay, but the analytic guy, and I think Charles Barkley put this really well. He said, the analytic guy is the person screaming that... Yes, I never played sports, but I know more than you. Here's how I can prove it. He, and Charles Barkley always said, listen, some of the best, smartest guys I've ever met didn't play basketball. Scott Drew didn't play basketball. He's on top of the world right now. Um, I think, uh, I can't remember. There's, there's another coach. Doesn't really matter. But the analytic guy is the guy that doesn't even like sports, mm-hmm. in my right. opinion. Right. He kind of comes at it from like, 
you know, he's he's at a bar and he's, you know, he's on a Tinder date or something. And he looks up and these guys are all talking about, you know, the basketball game. And he's like, these guys are idiots. I can come up with an algorithm that'll tell them what's going to happen right there. This guy then gets a foothold into a front office somewhere by sending him off a bunch of pie charts and crap like that. But like he did a bunch of Venn diagrams. And he convinces these idiots, a lot of times older people, that, oh my gosh, wait Tech. a second. Why do we even need evaluators of talent? We have this. And it just takes off from there. So not only are these guys not necessarily even uh, basketball fans, they're not even really sports fans, I think, a lot of these people. And it gives them a way to justify their existence right there. When, in actuality, there are some good... like. And I think Chuck put this. He said, yeah, I'd like to know who can make the corner three as opposed to the top of the key three. That's good stuff to know. No doubt about it. You know what I don't care about is their second quarter shooting percentage on the road. Because you know what? And this is quote Chuck. That shit don't matter. <laughs> that I mean, it's really that simple. So you, you outthink yourself to the most minute degree. Listen, when you're going for it on fourth down and it's just not working... Sooner or later in a game, two that you're playing, uh, I don't know, the Kansas City Chiefs, a good football team, you might just take some points. <laughs> you, I mean, you might just take some right. points because those points are probably going to come back to help you there at some point. Yeah, maybe in an overtime game that you lose mm -hmm. that plays a role in getting you bounced from the playoffs. Now, I will say, San, uh, the San Diego, uh, the the Chargers, and that, that's another thing I want to get to with the Chargers, mm -hmm. too. Um, the... Uh, Chargers were the probably the most entertaining team in the regular season of the NFL this year. Mm -hmm. They they had high scoring games. You didn't know if they were gonna snatch a win from the jaws of defeat, or the, usually the other way around. Mm -hmm. uh, and in the end, they finished. I think it was nine and eight. Mm -hmm. And uh, they 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 have this is a team that should have won 12, 13. Absolutely, games, they have twelve to thirteen win talent, mm -hmm. and that's something that needs to be significantly reevaluated. Now Staley's also a first year coach, so maybe there are some improvements to be made. Or maybe he just sucks. Mm -hmm. And and at least out I, of the gate. I, I, I tend to believe that he probably sucks. And if he sucks, then he's not going to be Chargers coach. You know who for... doesn't strike me as a huge analytics guy who strikes me far more as a guy that goes by with the feel of the game? What he, Bill Belichick. Mm -hmm. Do you think Bill yeah. Belichick has some pencil neck next to him saying, and he's saying, gosh, I don't know what, what to do here. Here, uh, uh, Theodos, or Theodos, is that <laughs> it? Yes. It sounds like a very... Uh, it it, it like did, very so, I'm, so the I'm on board with Theodos. it. Theodos. Um, or pal Theodos. So, yeah. Uh, Theodos. Yeah. Yes, Theodos. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I've never seen this before. Can you please pull up the... Uh, I will call a timeout. Please go get your binder. Uh -huh. Yeah, right. maybe a trapper keeper. Mm -hmm. And Theodos then comes back and says, well, uh, um... You know, it looks like right here that the odds say that it's a 51.2% chance that we go with this. And Bill Belichick says, Theodos, take you. the headset. <laughs> right. Uh -huh. That's right. what I think we're looking at right here when it comes to all of this. These people generally, again, there's a, there is a place for the this type of person on a, on a, I don't want to say a superficial level, but you no, know, no, no, they help. They're they're it's good. If, More if knowledge you, is the better, but you yes. know what? You become paralyzed by the crap. That's right. And I think that's what it is. Brandon Staley, you did a terrible job this year. Your press conference was even weaker. I mean, and you said I like too when he says, "Oh, we needed to tackle better on that last play." Oh, maybe the <laughs> fact that that last play might not have even occurred mm -hmm. if you did call your timeout, idiot. So, Brandon Staley... Because what you had the opportunity to do there is allow the Raiders to get into uh, a preferred formation. 
mm-hmm. just by calling the timeout when the Raiders and and you know they maybe they hadn't have blocked it a little bit different if it was just you know letting the clock expire a little bit and take take taking your chances. But this is the type of thing that, in fairness, I would expect out of the Chargers, who are who are nothing but a copycat organization. Mm-hmm. They're a wannabe organization. They have they they. They, they want to be the Rams. Mm-hmm. They move to the same city. They play in the same building. They have the same colors. They, their coach is basically Sean McVay light. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. Up and down their damn roster. And they can't figure out why LA's a Rams town and not a Chargers town. Because you're the copycat. So nobody this, likes this is, the copycat. Nobody likes it. Everybody, the, they, what, what, what is the Chargers identity? They have great talent, but what the hell's their identity? They have great talent, and they're always trying to make a cute move that's stupid. I'll give you an example. Uh, Marty Schottenheimer takes him to fourteen and fourteen and two win or a fourteen and two season AST title game. Nah, we're good. And again, I'm not saying that Marty Schottenheimer is Bill Belichick, but he's a solid NFL coach. I don't think that anybody could sit there and say that. You get rid of Marty Schottenheimer, okay? Better have somebody good, not North Turner, <laughs> right? Right. Not that's that's mm-hmm. just not that's not what we do around. Well, that is what that you do. That is around what here. you do. And that's because why you you're the Chargers. Suck. And Brandon Staley, we're on to you. John Schuster was on to you very early on, and we're going to be keeping a very close eye on you on the Locked On Arizona Wildcats <laughs> podcast. We will be back with you tomorrow.